slept in. Hey, we're not judging. Sometimes you just need to get those Z's. And if you need to snooze, we'd much rather you did it at home in your warm, comfortable bed than in our pews. You can always catch up with the sermon later right here on this Sunday morning sleep-in podcast. You're still going to miss out on some things we think are pretty cool about church, like community and sharing food together, sharing good music together. Can't give you that through a podcast, but we will give you what we can. I'm Susan Foster. And I'm Chris Marshall. We are United Methodist Pastors in Reno, Nevada. We're not theological experts, perfect preachers, homiletical harbingers. We're just average pastors, helping our congregations think through life's big questions every week. My New Year's resolution is to rewrite this intro. (laughs) We started the podcast, so if you're away from home or working or coaching your kid's soccer team or snowed in or hanging out on the slopes or maybe just sleeping in, you can keep up with some of the ideas floating around the church. Each episode is a conversational version of a sermon that we have given. So whatever day it is you're listening to this, we would hope that you would receive it with an open mind and an open heart. And a quick note, we don't really expect you to agree with everything we have to say. What we're hoping is that we can throw out some ideas that will get you thinking with your own trusted friends, with your own experiences, with your own interpretations to figure out what you think. Our sincere hope is that you will experience the mysterious loving force in the world we know as God moving in your life as you consider this. Christmas Eve, Chris. Aw, Christmas Eve. And you are you have two services that are very different. I do, I do. But I, I, but I give the same little meditation yeah. for each of them. The first one is kind of chaos. Yes, the first one is chaos. It's everybody who comes gets a role. They get to be a king. They get to be a shepherd. They get to be an angel. They can be any combination of those if they want to. Uh-huh. Um, and this year we had a lighter crowd than we have some years because I didn't get the publicity out, I think, is probably part of the problem. Um, but we had just an enthusiastic group and one of the most adorable things was, I don't remember, did I tell you guys the story about how last year in the middle of the service, we all of a sudden went, where's so-and-so? Cause oh, we, no. one of the little guys was missing. Oh no. Um, well this year he's another year older uh-huh. and he wanted, as soon as the service was over, actually in the middle of the service, he wanted to do this, but as soon as the service was over, he came up and had a little conversation with the baby Jesus. Oh, good. Yes, it was very adorable and, and just sweet. Like, he was just adorable. So we what we do is we have the shepherds bring sh- wool and the um, angels hang stars and Aww. and the shepherds bring and the kings bring gifts. Um, we did have one little boy freak out because the gift was empty. <gasps> How dare uh, we bring an empty gift, gift to, to Jesus? Jesus? Boy, that'll preach. <laughs> Won't that preach? Yeah. Anyway, that'll be next year's sermon. But, <laughs> but what I think about on Christmas Eve is how we have done this rush, rush, rush. And it's Christmas Eve when we finally get to settle in and just experience it. Yes. Right? Like, you're at church. You can't wrap those gifts that aren't aren't wrapped yet. Yep. Hopefully, most of your to-do list is done. Yep. If it's not done, it's probably not getting done. Yeah. Um, That's exactly how I started the service. Right. How many people still have one more gift to wrap and everybody's hands went up? I yeah. said, how many people have one more thing to bake and everybody's hands went up? And I said, well, you can't do it right now. So let's just be, <laughs> let's just be here. And I, and I think about it as a moment to, to just let, kind of let it sink in and to breathe out because we sort of anticipate and anticipate and anticipate. And here is the moment where we get to breathe out. And, um, and I said, I told my congregation, I'm right with you. I'm ready. I'm ready for the little candles because it's not really Christmas, the full experience of Christmas because it's not Christmas until you write, light your little candle and you have mm-hmm. that whole experience. And yet, on the edge of my mind there's a thought okay right and it's the thought that has been sort of our whole theme through advent which is is it enough 
what can't wait? Are we, are, am I waiting for something when I should passively be doing now that I should be doing now? And is it enough? Is, is this, this time of settling in and being present in the moment? Is it enough? Does, does Christmas change anything? We're living with this heartbreak in the news and the, your friend's child and the, the call from the doctor. And, and yet then we have this story that gives us hope. Uh, this story that gives that breaks in, and it breaks in in a very messy way, just very as messy. life is, right? I mean, I love nativity sets because they're so clean and tidy, yes. but that's that's not not really reality, what happened, is right? it? That's not how birth is. One of the best examples of how I think it really felt that night is is a scene from the show Private Practice, which okay. was a spinoff of um, Grey's Anatomy. Was Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. I think it's Christmas time, of course, and there's this mother who is uh, her husband's deployed military and so she's alone having this baby and and the the medical practice is is trying to support her and, yeah. and she's very anxious and she has this perfectly planned out plan about how birth is going to go and yeah. how it's going to be and you know x and y and z and then it doesn't go that way yeah picture the doctor in full in full clothing climbing into the birthing tub with the mother because nobody else was there. Because nobody else was there to do it. Yeah. And just being incarnate with her. And, yeah. and how that's literally what happens in incarnation. Yeah. Is that God gets into this gooey mess with us. And it's going to be messy. And it's not going to go the way we would hope it would go. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Right. And so uh, Christmas for me is a, is a reminder, a tangible moment, like a touchstone um, that God couldn't wait. Yeah. Right. It could have, you know, God couldn't wait for the end of the war, couldn't wait for the end of suffering or for human injustice, the stuff we do to each other to end. God just couldn't wait and broke through anyway, jumped in the tub, bringing light and love and, and God couldn't wait to be love in the flesh. And we can't either. Yeah. That's the reality. We tend to want to wait for the right moment to the perfect moment to the right time or for the stars to align. Well, and sometimes waiting is the right thing to yes, do. Yes, right. You know, but I think... But, but sometimes we wait so long that then we go, there's really no point in going back right, exactly. to that thing. Right. Or we wait we wait thinking we're going to get one answer mm-hmm. when actually the answer is something different and we're just right. not. We're so focused on waiting uh, for that particular thing mm-hmm. that we don't notice it coming someplace else. Yeah, yeah. But I want, what I want people to get out of this story, you know, because we tell the story in both services, right? That the people in our story join the story. They're not sitting on the, on the sidelines or in the audience. We get to become prophets, testifying to love, pointing out the way things are now or not the way things have to be mm-hmm. or are destined to be. We, we can become married, just giving birth to love, making more love in the world possible yeah. um, is, is a huge gift to the world. Yeah. Being Joseph, courageous enough to love, mm-hmm. right? Risking it all when others would say, oh, you fool. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Just going ahead and doing it. I think the angels who, who remind us to not be afraid to do that, mm-hmm. we associate those do not be afraid words with like big scary things, but yeah. oftentimes we're just afraid. Yeah. And we don't do things. Or being the shepherds who be shepherds, you know, surprised to find yourselves in the midst of what God is doing, rushing to see what God is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things are amazing and wonderful. The Beekner story, uh, Chris, that you shared with me when we were talking about Christmas Eve sermons. Oh, uh, yeah. I love that story. Beekner tells the story of the cute Christmas pageant, you know, that you do 
with, uh, you know, the older kids with speaking parts and the younger kids filled in as bringing gifts to Jesus, bringing gifts to Jesus or like the shepherd, the sheep inevitably in in that kind of situation, the little kids get stuck in the back row behind the big kids who have to be front and center because they're talking. Yeah. Beekner's story is about how one time this was happening and there was a little kid from the back who was right. trying to trying to get up to the front and the big kids were sort of like... The, the big kid angels were doing this amazing thing is happening and the kids in the back are going, what's, what's this amazing, amazing thing? thing? Right? And so they're trying to see and the big kids are saying, you know, stay in your place, you're where you're supposed to be, right? And all of a sudden the voice from the back says, let Jesus show. Yeah. What, what more can you say but let, yeah. G- let Jesus show? And Beekner very wisely said, Amen, have a great Christmas Eve and send everybody <laughs> home. Like, right. With that let Jesus show, show ringing in your, in your ears. ears. So, Because there is an urgency to this. Yeah. Like we, we could settle into the beautiful picturesqueness of Christmas Eve, but there is an urgency that there are people who are desperate to see the grace and the hope and the joy. Why would we wait? And it might just be in us. Yeah. So that's that was my Christmas Eve that's meditation. Pretty great. I love it. Yeah. Not just because I love that story at the end, but all of it is pretty good. I one of the things I love asking people is what was your birth plan? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, there's yeah. very few people whose whose plan whose plan, to plan goes to plan. You know, everything gets a little bit squished. My my roommate from college, who is maybe one of the most disorganized people I know, had a birth plan where she like set an appointment to induce by cesarean <laughs> and she was gonna have the what is it you call the Spinal epidural. Tap. Yeah, the epidural. <laughs> She's going to have an epidural and everything is going to go. And I just went like, this is going to be chaos. But Ray dwells, thrives in chaos. And so I thought, I can't wait to hear the story. And she goes, no, everything was fine. <laughs> and I went, oh, that's so disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really glad mom's healthy and baby's healthy and all of that stuff. Because, you know, on. those big moments, the stakes are high. But yeah. there's always something that goes wrong. And you have, you know, there's always a moment for grace or humor yeah. or anything else and she goes no it's just whatever it was yeah was like jesus <laughs> okay okay <laughs> anyway anyway well thanks susan thanks for sharing and thanks to all of you for listening to the sunday morning sleep in podcast uh we are grateful for you to be with us we do get emails from you sometimes and i'm sorry i'm catching up on those uh because it has just been kind of a crazy season for us but if you do want to get in touch with us our email address is sundaymorningsleepin at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Sunday Morning Sleepin. Our website is sundaymorningsleepin.com where you can find all of our episodes ever and you can leave comments there as well. The scripture for this podcast is... Everything. Every, all the all Christmas story. Oh, the whole Christmas. Matthew, Luke, everything. Everything. Uh, and the theme music that you're hearing is Take Me Higher by Jazzer. So at the end of a service, we send you forth with some wisdom, some blessings, some instructions. Chris often gives homework. All I can say is joy to the world. It is time. And it can't wait. Amen. Amen.